You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. with the countdown it was already recording. so official oh <laughs> <laughs> okay so it wasn't official i was recording at the four but some anyway. people are like i do a clap oh god ain't got time for clapping um but anyway i'm danny J. what's up we're here on the best life podcast in the vegas studio the vegas. we are in person it was hot this morning but it's like it looks cloudy out now yeah and it's it might probably be still hot but nicer Anyway, um, we're in the Vegas studio. We are recording. We're having a lot of conversations between the recording that should also probably should be recorded. <laughs> we just should not turn off the recorder. Well, I love how people always say the feedback we always get is that people feel like they're listening to friends, like just have yeah. a conversation with friends. This is basically what it is. Which is also means we're not an expert in, in any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's just... Remember, actually, someone left us a review yeah. and was like, if you enjoy listening to your girlfriends and people who aren't experts, then you'll love this podcast. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> we are an experts on our opinion and our life experience. And our experience. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's just easy listening for and you all. what is an expert anyway? I mean, I guess well, actually, there is. <laughs> well, also, that's what this episode is about. Yes. Go for it. Okay. Well, we, we got, yeah. That, so um, shout out to Laura who left us a lot of great ideas, Laura Cavallo, uh, in our Facebook group. And one of them was what to look for in a coach that you want to hire. So whether it's a fitness coach or nutrition coach or business coach, relationship coach, I think this does go to, it goes to the expertise um, conversation of like, how do you know if this person can really help you? Mm -hmm. Is this person an actual expert? Let's be honest. Like the internet space is not, she's talking specifically, I think about uh, virtual coach. So if you're, uh, you know, you find someone on social media, you start following their stuff and yeah. then they open up their, you know, coaching or whatever, how to know. But the internet space, the internet expert space is fairly new. Yeah. So there, especially with the pandemic, so many people came online and we saw a lot of these sort of pandemic business coaches, especially pop up or bit or relationship coaches pop up when someone goes through. And just so you guys sort of know sometimes how this can work is someone might go through something in their own life. And then they go, well, now I want to coach on that. Yeah. And it's not to say they can't help somebody, right? I think there's there's definitely layers to this. But there is this thing where you start building a business and then you're like, I'm a business coach. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's not that, again, it's not those people can't help certain people, but are there some things we need to be looking at to know and really vet 
who we are hiring as a coach or is it just like this person's awesome and I just think they're great and I just want to be in their orbit? I mean, I feel like it's yes and it's a yes and no. (laughs) So have you had bad experiences with hiring coaches? Yes, I have. And what were some of the mistakes that you made that got you into that position? And then how did you know that this person was not a legit coach or not the right Mm -hmm. coach for you? So let me tell you about a recent one, which I don't even know if I've told you about this. I think I have, but maybe not. So I have a friend who is a, I guess I would call her a like holistic health coach. And I've known her for years. She actually did help me a little bit during my adrenal fatigue days. So 2013, I've literally known her since 2008. So I had a lot of background with her. Um, I would think that I did all the right things as far as vetting someone. Um, as far as just, what are those things? Um, I mean, as far as like, I've known her for years. So I've, you know, I've been able to see that I feel like I could follow, I could smell bullshit long enough. However, um, so she, she does health coaching. She does like, you know, lab work. And so you send in your labs and she's not a medical doctor. She's not certified that way, but she, I think is certified in like functional diagnostic nutrition. And I was working on reading some of that stuff and going down that path, like in 2011. So I feel like she's really smart. She's worked with a lot of people. I started reading her and I, you know, I didn't know what she was doing over the last few years, but she works with a lot of people with breast implant illness. And I was reading her website and had so many great reviews, tons of great reviews. And what was happening with me was this was shortly after my mom died. And I have a blood disorder called hemochromatosis. And my doctor uh, wanted me to get a uh, ultrasound of my liver because people with hemochromatosis have a higher likelihood of getting liver cancer. So I got an ultrasound on my liver and there were some kind of spots. And so he was worried and he wanted me to go get an MRI. So this was in between me getting the MRI and not knowing. So of course my mom just dies of cancer two months before I'm freaking out. I'm like, Oh my God, I have cancer. And like, I'm really panicking and I'm having a lot of, not a lot of health issues, but a lot of things that just feel off, you know, like sleep is off and, I feel like I was having some hot flashes and there were just some weird things going on with my body. So I reach out to this friend and she's like, yes, I can help you. You're like, we need to detox you. And so I was like, okay, she really knows what she's doing. Um, and I, I still feel like she knows what she's doing for the most part. Um, she had this program where it was basically like this, you, you purchase and you're like in this course and then there's group calls and she does the labs and you're supposed to meet with the person and then you like someone to read your labs and then you get on a bunch of supplements, $6,000. And I was so desperate and so scared that I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And also, cause I'm in this space where I'm like, you got to invest money and your health is worth it. And my mom just died. And I was like, okay, I will pay whatever it is. Cause I have like, I don't know what's going on. So I joined her program and I feel like it wasn't for $6,000. I felt like it wasn't very customized. We never, I ended up, and I think it was only uh, three months maybe. It was it was a, for a short amount of time. But I sent my labs in and then I didn't get the lab work read. And so I'm like, what am I doing? I'm waiting around and basically I was about to get kicked out of the program and I'm like, I still haven't got my labs read. Don't know what's going on with them. A lot of things just slipped through the cracks. And in a way I felt like um, I paid a lot of money and I got kind of dismissed and I was like, I don't know if it's cause we're friends. She didn't hook me up with it. She kind of hooked me up with a discount. It was 6,000 pay in full, or it was a thousand a month for seven months. But she's like, you can just pay for six months. So I still paid six grand. I didn't get it. I didn't, I did the payment plan for six months instead of seven. So that was the main discount. But I felt like 
I should have been treated the same because I still was technically paying the full amount. And I just felt like somehow I got overlooked. And so that felt really shitty to me. And then about maybe four weeks into it, I got my MRI and my, my liver was fine. Um, the, the spots were like non cancerous tumors that are kind of like normal tumors, I guess people get on their liver. Um, and I just felt like I didn't get what I needed. I felt like it was a little bit swept under the rug. So I wouldn't say like, I I don't know. Part of me looks back and I was like, was that my fault that I wasn't pushing? Was it her lack of coaching skills? Um, was I just not knowing what I was trying to get out of it? I don't know. I felt a little bit and I don't want to say manipulated because I was in, I put myself in the position, but I felt like I was in a vulnerable place to spend the money and not really wait it out. And I this is the whole big long story is to circle around to see. I see a lot of coaches who are preying on people's vulnerabilities at these really high ticket uh, coaching. Now I think for me six six k I think is high ticket, but I I actually have seen so much more like twenty five thirty k high ticket. And so one of the red flags I feel like I see is when there's these high ticket 10k plus coaching offers and the coach is telling you that you need to do this investment that the reason you're not getting results is because you haven't invested in yourself or they're putting you in a place financially that maybe you're not um equipped to handle that that's a little bit of a red flag and i i just see this a lot and it just makes me cringe because i see people going into massive amounts of debt not getting a lot out of the programs and And again, it's hard because I've been on the other side where I'm coaching and I'm like, the person who is hiring the coach also needs to take responsibility. And I think this is where I was kind of beating myself up. I'm like, well, maybe I wasn't doing the program, but I was following, I was taking the supplements, I was doing the protocols, but I wasn't getting any feedback. And I'm like, I don't know if this is working. I don't know if this is helping me. I don't even know what's going on with my body. Nobody followed up about my labs. Like what's going, you know, what did I pay for? When honestly, I'm like, what did I pay for? I just paid for a box of supplements that were 300 bucks. I could have just ordered these online, you know? So I think it's really important to figure out what are you paying for? And also, do you need that amount of, I don't know, coaching at the moment? And are you in a really vulnerable place Mm. while you're looking for it? Because I do think that a lot of these coaches have been trained to have the conversations, the money conversations, and really dig into your your uh, insecurities and where you're at, and then tell you, this is what you need, this is why you need to invest. And I just felt a little bit like I was in a very vulnerable spot with what happened with my mom. And if it if it was like three or four months later, I wouldn't have spent the money and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have spent six grand on what I got out of that program. And so, and, and I hate to say that too, cause I, you know, I hear you say sometimes like the mastermind, like it's, you know, I spent the 25 K and, and I just get what I get out of it. But I just felt a little bit like I was in too vulnerable of a position. And maybe if I had been her, I would have been like, Hey, like get your labs done, figure that out. And then let's see what's going on before we go down this path with you. Or like, Hey, I recognize your mom just passed away and you're probably freaking out. And like, let's just give it a, like, I would have, I would have like put some buffer time instead mm. of going, yeah, let's do this now. And I just felt like maybe I was in a place and that's, that's on me, but I don't know. But still, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's hard to know for the coach to, to really like suss out because sure. there is a level of, you know, personal responsibility, but I totally get that. I've, I've definitely made uh, bad decisions in coaching that I think now I would never have made. And it's hard because the average consumer doesn't have all that much 
experience, you know, or perspective quite yet. I mean, you and I have more perspective because we've been at this longer, but I think for a lot of people, they go, well, this person, especially if they're a good marketer, they are, they have a great sales script. You're like, okay, everything you're saying, like, sounds like what I need. Right. And it feels like this very much like we're going to do this. I can say one of the questions I would ask if you're thinking about joining with someone, I think you did your due diligence. You looked at the reviews, you looked at all the testimonials, you read through all that stuff. Uh, you know, you have like proof of concept. I mean, she's obviously had success with other people. So I think you did your due diligence there. I think one of the things that I would get clear on before hiring a coach is what do you need exactly? Mm. Like how much support, accountability, customization, FaceTime with them do you need? And make sure that you guys are both on the same page with what the communication looks like. Yeah. That's a big thing because, you know, I've had people get into, we have FBA, which is my beginner course, especially for beginners. It's sort of hard. They're like really scared. And we have a, like kind of a self-study version of it. And I've had people say like, okay, I knew it was self-study, but like, I thought I'd also be able to coach you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. never said that on the sales page, you yeah. know, so get clear on like, if you know yourself and you know, you need, you're not someone who, um, can figure stuff out on your own. You're not someone who can just be self-sufficient and keep going. A lot of people, if they don't get feedback from their coach, they just become paralyzed. Yeah. Like they just freeze and they don't know what to do. And so you need to know what kind of person you are too, to be like, okay, this is a self-study. Yes, it's cheaper. And I think for me, I know that's why a lot of my beginners do take us up on it because it's cheaper, obviously. But then they go, well, I just thought I would be able to ask you a question. I'm like, where on the sales page does that say that? And like, I get, if you want, if you want coaching, I totally understand why you want to ask me questions and that then you, then you need to take it, your, the responsibility of yes. Is it going to be more expensive? Sure. Or find a coach who's not as expensive Mm -hmm. who can give you that time. We actually had someone and this is actually a really good example, who um, was in our last FBA launch. We did, I did a sales call with her and then uh, someone on my team also did a sales call with her within the same week, right when we were opening cart. And she was like, Jill, I love your stuff. I want to work with you. Like, this is amazing. I'd love to jump in right now. I'm ready to get started. This is like two weeks before it started. And so we jumped on the phone and I was like, dude, if you get in today, like we can, I'm doing a preschool call tonight. You can come tonight. Like, and it was very much like, I thought she was like a hell yes. Then she didn't take action. And then we were open cart and I was like, Hey, so-and-so like, are we good to go? She said she had another call with another business coach the same week. Mm -hmm. And he just was going to give her a lot more attention and a lot more FaceTime and pretty much was just going to like go to the ends of the earth for her. And I'm like, cool. He's probably not at my level proficiency wise, but he's willing to give a lot more FaceTime and a lot more customization and a lot more of his time and energy. I was like, cool. If that's what you need, you're probably not going to get 13 years of experience, but you're going to get someone who's willing to like be there with you every single second. And if you know that you need that, then great. You should go with someone else. So no, I mean, I would never go to someone who like my own business coach and expect to pay nothing for a lot of time with him. Mm -hmm. And so you have to kind of know, do I need a lot of time with someone? And if I do, then I need to be willing to pay more or I need to just find a cheaper coach who's like kind of just starting out. I gave so much more of my time when I was just starting out. I didn't have my time wasn't as much in demand. Yeah. So I agree. I think it's about getting clear on what you're getting. And I think that was the reason why I bring up this was what was promised was multiple one-on-one calls. And then she blamed it on her assistant being pregnant and out of the office. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still your business. Yeah. And you got to figure that out. She's oh, like, yeah. So like I had finally had to bring it up to her. I'm like, Hey, just, I don't know what's going on. And, and I had 
And I don't know. And this is... Well, when you're not delivering on your promises, that's a fucking issue. Yeah. And then, you know, like blaming the assistant and all of that. And and I kind of brought it up toward the end when I had like one payment left. And I was... I hadn't had my... Any of my consults. And I was... We're basically getting to the end of the program. And I'm like, I didn't even have my first... I was supposed to have my first and then my follow-up after I'd done the protocol to see if there was any change. I'm like, I didn't even have the first one. And I, at that point I had paid $5,000 and I was kind of hoping, she's like, well, what do you think I should do? And I was kind of like, I'd like to not make the last payment. And then like, let's have the call. And she still took out my last payment. And I thought that was a little bit, I was like, you know, I, if so wait, she didn't just didn't even deliver what she promised. No. Cause one thing, if you're delivering what you're promising, she still took out the last payment. I was like, "Hmm, that sucks. Damn. (laughs) So that's, I don't know. It made me feel a way for sure. Dude. Anyone would feel any way if they didn't get what they were promised. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just bad business. Yeah. So, it, you know, and that well, happens. Too. Is it okay to bring up bring up it up to someone if you feel like you're not getting what you thought Definitely, you were getting? Yeah, and I did. And you know, and I think it's very important yeah, too. I, I agree. think it is because, you know, one I think they should know cuz I could just go around behind her back totally. and start just saying like what a shitty person she is. Right. Um and if she wasn't a friend, I probably would have just pulled that card and so it didn't go through, but I was like Okay. I had the conversation hoping she would honor that and just be like, Hey, this is our mistake. She did it. She did admit that it was their mistake. And she asked how it could make it better. And that was my only, um, my only idea was to not take out the last payment and then to get my call, like at least one of my four calls in, which I hadn't gotten any, we got the call in, but she still took out the last payment. And I was like, I'm not even wanting to do any, like, I'm just done with this. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. But yeah. it just felt like, it was, I was like, okay, this is a lesson. Um, I'm not sure what the lesson is, but I, I think back to like vetting. One of the things I wanted to say actually was the testimonials. So you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Yes, read testimonials, but I think it's also important, especially if they put testimonials in a person's name, I would like DM some people. Yeah, for sure. Because I've seen this happen. I actually was going to work with a guy on some webinar stuff a few years ago, and he shared a testimonial of someone I happen to know. And I was like, oh, I know him. I'm going to message. I messaged the guy about the testimonial. I said, hey, what do you think about this dude? He goes, I never gave him a testimonial. I guess it was a video testimonial, but he gave it for something else, and it was like seven years old. And he said, yeah, all of these things happen later. He goes, I would not work with him. And I was like, okay, that's good to know. Because I said, he's using your name and your presence as like credibility for him and he's like oh man I want him to take that down um I think that's important because I just applied for a house recently a um a rental and they asked for um references and I was thinking the references are sometimes kind of silly because I'm not going to share with people who don't like me so of course all my references are like my best friends are going to say good things or they're at least going to lie for me I don't know so testimonials of course they are important and they should say a lot of good things, but I would, if especially if it's a high ticket, if it's really, if you're spending, I don't know, 
$299 or even $2,000. It's like, all right, like, know what you're paying for. If it's a DIY program, it's fine. But if you're going to spend a lot of money and you're going to spend a lot of time, let's say you're in a year long mentorship or something, then you might want to reach out to people in the DMs and say, hey, what is it really like? Like, totally. what do I get? And, and what did you, what have you gotten out of it? And not necessarily do you think it was worth it, but just ask what they're getting out of it and, and what are just the benefits. For their honest yeah. feedback. And you know, any good coach yeah. will be happy to send you to whoever. Yeah. I had a, uh, during the FBA launch, someone reached out and she said, I'm seriously thinking about this. And we went back and forth and she goes, she's in like the outdoor adventure sort of space, like hiking and stuff. And she goes, have you ever worked with people who do like more of the outdoor stuff? And I said, absolutely. And she goes, do you mind sending me a couple of people that yeah. you've worked with in this capacity and this thing. And I sent her like five names. Yeah. I didn't tell them I was sending them. I just said, Hey, these are five people I work with in the outdoor space. Yeah. Feel free to reach out. I'm sure we'll be really honest with you. Yeah. So any good coach who's doing good work will not hesitate. And I sent that to her within like five seconds. It wasn't like, let yeah. me make sure, like, let me go find people. Like it was like, we we're in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I just immediately sent them. You should, the person should number one, have reps, right? Yeah. So if you're like, they're, you're their first client, just realize that you're gonna be the first client. They probably yeah. don't have a lot of references and everyone starts somewhere. So that's okay. But if someone's been doing this for a long time or, or has claimed that they have, have a lot of great success stories, ask them who, Yeah. right? It's totally fine. If you're listening to this and you're a coach, you're going to hate that I'm saying that. But anyone who's a good coach will have plenty of people to send you two to have an honest conversation. They won't have to like prep the person or whatever. It's like they might, they probably have like a dozen people right now off the top of their head that they can think of. I think too, one of the ways I've hired coaches is through word of mouth. So Kelly was on the show. She was a relationship coach that I hired and I got her from a referral. So I didn't know who she was. I wasn't following her. I really had no idea where to start. And someone just said, Hey, this person has really helped me in my life. And I was like, Hey, well, who, you know, she just kept saying, she's like, Oh, my coach said this, my coach said this. And I was like, who are, who are you talking about? Like, I am like, do I need to hire this person? (laughs) So I think referrals are always great too. With someone you already know they're getting results from and you trust them. So that's an easy way to go. I agree. When it's coming from just straight offline and maybe an ad, it can be a little trickier because you don't know. And you're just like, they can be a really good marketer. You're just, yeah, you're just enrolling in their marketing. So I think that if you can't reach out or, you know, go with the testimonials, do some DM messaging or ask friends of yours, like, Hey, have you ever hired someone? Are they good? Are they not good? I think those are always great. In fact, a lot of good businesses are, don't even spend a lot of marketing because they are always filled with their word of mouth people. And so that's always a great sign too. I also think if you're going to, and I'm glad you said that, but I also think if you're going to spend a lot of time with someone, you're doing something a little bit higher ticket, or there are some one-on-one sort of interactions. Mm -hmm. I think you need to know, is this someone that I really, that I respect? You know, I've definitely made wrong decisions. I've joined different, you know, containers or masterminds based on sort of who else was going to be in the mastermind where I was like, Ooh, this feels like it's the who's who of like internet business and kind of made the decision based on more of a superficial, more like a clicky, you know, feeling of like wanting to belong and didn't ask myself, do I even really respect or like the person who's running it? Like from a personality perspective, you know, because if you find yourself not feeling like you really like the person running it, or you're like, ah, we don't really have the same energy. We don't have the same value system. You're going to naturally just not show up to calls, want to skip the live events. Cause you know, when you have a mastermind or mentorship, a lot of the people who are in it are people similar to the run who's running it. So you have to know yourself and be like, is that my vibe? Is that my tribe? Or is that not for me? And maybe even just go with something for me. The lesson was, 
I don't have to be in like this glitzy, glamorous mastermind. I can be in one where I'm getting exactly what I need for my business. Mm -hmm. And so then again, all comes down to number one, could I see myself spending a lot of time with this person? Do I even like this person human to human? Never mind the coaching aspect. Do I like this person human to human? Could I see myself spending time with them, respecting what they say, respecting their values? And also, do they have the thing that I specifically need for? And that thing will change over the course of your experience. You know, I don't know. I probably had a coach. I did have coaches that were like more fat loss coaches when I was trying to get in shape for shows and I was trying to get up on stage. Now I would never want that kind of coach. I want someone who I would want someone who's more intuitive eating based and more like balanced and whatever. So also know where you're at in your journey and seek out the person who does that the best. Right. And kind of honor like, okay, if I really have a serious body change goal or fat loss goal, yeah, I'm going to go to someone who's like counting macros and is very much like that's their thing. But if I want to learn intuitive eating and moderation and like body, you know, body love, I'm going to go to someone who's who embodies that. But again, it it still comes down to the people. We're in the people business, right? We always say people buy coaches, not coaching. So it's like, yeah, you're buying the person, you're buying that relationship. And if you don't respect them or like them or want to hang out with them (laughs) for a certain amount of time, you're probably, what they're saying to you is probably not going to have any legs. Yeah. I was thinking that uh, a friend of mine is recently getting into coaching, becoming a coach. She has no experience coaching, but she has experience of being married for 25 years, I want to say. And she started doing social media uh, posting and kind of going viral on stuff around marriage. And so she's like, I think I want to help women um, who've been married a long time thrive in their marriage and also... Um, just gain confidence back. And so she was a little bit worried about doing this because she's never coached. And I was like, well, you have your life experience. And I think this is the tricky part with coaching is that you don't have to be certified. You don't have to have any experience, but you have life experience and you can help people with what you know, but not necessarily every you know aspect. Now I know this person well, and she's She's done a lot of coaching over the years, but just more in like business and, and MLM and that kind of thing. So I know she has some experience of coaching, but I was like, you know, you can start. So she wasn't promoting it, but she said people were reaching out to my DMs and asking me, do you do this? And I said, well, why don't you just start small and see, like start with a low price, you know, make something that's cause you've never done this before. So you're getting experience too, right. and you're helping them and then make sure that you're not promising anything you can't do. Um, you're not, and make sure that they know you're not a therapist. <laughs> you're not going to save their marriage. Like these are the things you can do. And then you can practice and then see, maybe this is something you want to do. And then you can work on a certification or get something if, if this is something you feel like you can do. So I think there's also this like balance of getting your first clients. If people are asking you and you're like, I think I can do this, then it's worth trying, but don't start off at $6,000, $10,000 price point. Um, see how it goes, see if you can get that person a result. And then maybe you can take that money and invest in a little bit more, um, credential certifications certifications and, and just some more experience so that you have that behind you. I think the other thing I see is that people will go get all the certifications, all the credentials, they don't get any practice and then they're not even that good of a coach. They just have tons of certifications. So, well, cause coaching is a skill too. So not only do you have to be a subject matter expert, but then you have to know how, like, and if you're not a good coach, just be a broadcaster, right? Like just get on TikTok, do TikToks, be a podcaster, like whatever. Cause as soon as you start working with someone, now you're a coach and that's a completely different skill set. You can be an expert without being a good coach. Yeah. And I think this is, I think I would love to see someone out if someone's asking you for coaching and you're like i don't i don't know i kind of want to like this idea i would love to see you test quote 
beta test. test. Yeah, beta test a couple clients to see if you like it, if you're good at it, and then do the certifications versus going and getting 20 certifications. And then you're like, I don't even like coaching. Right. I'm actually really sucky at this. And it's not something I'm going right. to I hate enjoy. people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because that's the thing. It's like, if you're coaching, you need to love helping yeah. people. It's a lot energetically. And it's so fulfilling if you love it. But if you don't love working with people, there mm-hmm. are plenty of people who have massive success just doing like brand deals, sponsorships, yeah. you know, just even courses where it's just expert courses instead of actually coaching one-on-one yeah. with people. But yeah, I agree with you. I think beta testing is a great way to start to just be like, do I even like coaching? Am I even good at this? And also just get reps so that you can continue to get better. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it is tricky and I hate, and I, we, I said this before we turned it on. I've definitely talked to a good amount of people who've been burned by business coaches and it's also hard for the people doing good work. And I'm, I'm sure that not every single person who's ever worked with me had a great experience. I don't know what they are because they don't tell me, but you know, I mean, you're not going to always be for every single person, but I think if you do your due diligence and you really... That's why when you told me that that coach that you recently worked with didn't like blamed an assistant, I, I don't know, to me, the idea of like not taking full responsibility for delivering everything that you promise is like beyond me because I'm just like, if you can't even deliver what you're promising, then how are you even in business? Yeah. Like to me, that's day one stuff. It's like, yeah. I said this, in fact, not only am I going to deliver, I'm going to go above and beyond, especially if you feel slighted. I would just be like, what else can I do? Like, let's do extra calls. Let's mm-hmm. do, and I'm going to cancel the payment. Like, yeah. So I think there's a level of integrity you have to be in and asking yourself if I'm so overextended that I can't even fulfill on the things that I'm that I'm asking money for, yeah. then you got to check in with yourself and be, and, and it's hard because you want to grow. So you're like, yeah, and you, and you take on more than you can handle, but you have to be realistic with what you can handle or just say, we're not doing one-on-one calls. Right. And that's yeah. where I got to where I was like, there's just no one-on-one calls, yeah. you know, and it's just, and this is the price point. It's commensurate with what you're getting. And then you can decide you have all the information. Do you want this? Yes or no. You know, do people who do the coaching option get better results? probably nine times out of 10, they do, Mm -hmm. but obviously it's a higher price point, right? So invest in something that maybe is a little bit lower ticket when you're getting started, but then like use it. If you invest in self-study or like a DIY or self-paced course, consume the information to where you get a result and then you can go to the next level and access more coaching. It's kind of funny in our space. We have this almost like, um, it's like a bell-shaped curve. It's like some of the most expensive containers is like no one-on-one connection. It's like my mastermind, we don't do one-on-ones with my coach, Yeah. but it's like, it's, but, and then the lower tier stuff, there's no access. It's like yeah. in that middle, that's where like most of the one-on-one stuff happens. It's so true. It's because once you get to a level of success, you're like, I don't need to be talking to you on the phone all the time. In fact, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. All those calls. It's funny too. <laughs> I, I think back to figuring out if you enjoy like being a coach, I think that is a very valuable, the idea of coaching sounds fantastic, especially right. let's say you hire a coach and you're like, Oh my God, they charge 30 K I could charge 30 K. But to what you have to do for that money. Do you want to do that thing? It's sometimes you're like, you know, the idea of it was great, but the implementation was not the best. There's been times for sure where I'm like, I love this paycheck. And then I'm like, fuck, now I got to, now I got to show up and do the thing. Like why did I, which is hard because in order to like, I really do believe that part of being an expert is having in the trenches experience. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I could put a course together and just be a broadcaster, but it, I'm going to be so much better at broadcasting and having expertise if I have, if I have in the trenches experience. 100%. I don't know that you can that you can get away from it. To be honest, if yeah. you really want to be good at what you do and have actual mastery around a, a subject, yeah. you probably at some point need to work with people. Yeah. But again, it's just about doing your due diligence and, yeah, I feel bad for people who are getting burned, but I think also 
and also consumers who don't know any better. You know, yeah. there are a lot of people who are preying on newbies to the space and being like, you can do this too. And like just making it seem a lot easier than it is. And y'all, it's not easy doing yeah. this. So asking the right questions, doing your due diligence. I love that you brought up the topic of getting referrals and like, or asking people who are being featured in testimonials. That's really great. And then also just knowing what the vibe is and you know, right, this, you can be on a sales call with someone who's, who's pitching you and they're saying the perfect things and everything they're saying sounds so good. Realize that's just marketing. You know, deep down, like in your gut, does it feel aligned or is it like, it kind of feels off, but you're also desperate for a solution. Yeah. So you're like, maybe I think if it doesn't feel aligned, it's a no. Yeah. Honestly, there are so many great coaches out there who can be hell yeses for you. I personally would hold off until I feel a hell yes from a coach. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this person is just my fucking person. I need to learn from them. They're where I want to be. Yeah. They have the success or they have the outcome that I want. And they're my vibe. And we're going to be spending a lot of time together. And like, I really respect them. And if it's not, and someone off the, it's not that they can't help you, but I just think it's not going to be a great fit. And at this point with so many coaches on the internet, there's no excuse for you not having a great fit with a coach. Yeah. I do feel bad for the people getting burned and what, like those scenarios that I went through too. Mm -hmm. I'm working with a client right now who reached out to me, went through one of those, got burned. The, the lady didn't want to give her any kind of refund. She didn't want to she didn't want to follow up on the calls. It wasn't at all what she needed, but I think she kind of took advantage of her when she was kind of in a vulnerable place. Mm. And that's just what I hate is the, these marketers that prey on vulnerabilities and really twist you to make you like overthink, question yourself, question your own sanity. You're like, ah, oh, I do need to do this. And it's, I don't know. How long are you willing to, how long are you willing to live in that misery? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the, the podcast episode we did on, um, when is there a good time to have relationship conversations? And like that post was like, Hey, you like, you can't wait, just have these conversations now. And there's no reason why you should like put this off. Well, sometimes there is reasons to put it off. And so I think we just have to be really careful of, paying attention to where we are and what's going on in our life. If there's something really stressful, traumatic, and then we're like reaching out right away, in like desperation. maybe, yeah, like maybe take a step back and give it some time. And so, and, and you know, if you get caught up in it, it happens too. It and happens. Just right. We've be, all made like, up. yeah, we've all made wrong calls. Yeah. It just is, it's the it price just that you pay. It for the person after. Cause it does. <laughs> it was like when she wanted to hire me, she's like, oh, I'm still paying this other coach. I'm not even working totally. with anymore. And I have to pay that off. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it sucks. Yeah. That's definitely happened quite a bit for me too. Yeah. Well, hopefully this is useful. You guys definitely interested in uh, some follow up and like what Danny said, just definitely don't beat yourself up. But I always look at even quote unquote, my bad investments. I always look at them from a positive perspective of like, okay, now I know what I don't want. And without having that experience, I would never have known so Laura, thank you for asking this question. And if this can help even, you know, one person listening to this, make the right decision for them, then hopefully this is useful for you guys. So love the conversation. Thank you guys always for being here. And if you have not yet gone to access our playlists, whoop, whoop. Danny uh, put them together recently. And if you go to the bestlifepodcast.com forward slash playlists, playlist, playlist, mm-hmm. no S playlist. Uh, you can access our Spotify playlist, which give you access to like, say you just want to listen to more on business. You can access those. We have close to 400 episodes at this point. So it would help you guys just organize them. We have plenty of episodes on communication, relationships, um, you know, body image, all of that good stuff. So go to the bestlightpodcast.com forward slash playlist, no S and, uh, go ahead and get those. Boom. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.